0: Hello, everyone. This week on GameSpot After Dark, we're joined by Will, aka The Black Oni, to talk about playing Metal Gear Solid in 2021, CD Projekt Red being held at ransom, and Tam's adventures in Hollow Knight continue. Enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 80 of GameSpot After Dark. I'm your host, Jake Decker, and joining me this week is Lucy James. Hello. Tamar Hussein. Hello. And Will, a.k.a. the Black Oni. Hello, hello. We are happy to have you here. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. The early banter we had was already fun. <laughs> <laughs> we're, early banter uh, we're, and
3: technical issues. <laughs> and technical issues, yeah. <laughs> I feel like
1: every week we, I'm doing some different setup that makes everything really difficult for everyone. But you know,
0: it's fine. that's how it is sometimes. You've got to refine uh, the workflow. You exactly.
1: Know? I know. Yeah. I wrote a whole doc about it too.
0: And it was very I wrote good.
1: Like a six page document on how to how to produce and edit this podcast. I thought about sharing it with the Discord server because it might help people, but then I started to read through it and I was like, so much of this stuff is really specific that mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be any help. But anyway, Will, where are you calling from? Out of curiosity.
2: I'm calling from San Jose, California. Okay. Close not. by
1: then. I'm I'm in, I'm in Berkeley right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucy's in San Francisco. Tomorrow's in Oakland. It's mm-hmm. so all Bay Area right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same time zone. Not, not right. that it matters in 2021 when everyone's in no. a Zoom. Yeah.
2: Who time zone wise, maybe because I'm not trying to eat dinner while on the podcast, so that's nice. That's a good
0: that's point. That's
1: true. Yeah. Uh, so normally we start off this podcast with what we've been playing, but we have a guest today, so we are going to start with the Chris from Dayton, Ohio segment. Awesome. Wait.
0: You did the pause. Is that pause because yeah. you want us to do the song? Or are we using the waiting, Discord song? I was waiting
1: for you guys to do the song, but I will cut it anyway and use the Discord song. So that was a little <laughs> unfair of me to just.
0: It's fine. About. I just want Will to know that we're going to uh, ambush him with beautiful song. Um, You're going to serenade me. So hang on. So throw it again. Throw it again.
1: And now it's time for the Chris from Dayton, Ohio segment.
0: Chris. Beautifully timed. Love it.
1: Chris. Will, so the Chris from Dayton, Ohio segment, I kind of explained it a little bit before we recorded, but the story behind it is that someone wrote into the podcast after like we had done like two or three episodes, and the question was, Hey, I'm enjoying the podcast, but I don't know who the hell you guys are. So tell me about yourself. And the question basically was like, what games are you playing? What games do you What games do you come back to often? What do you do? How did you get into streaming or whatever, whatever it is you might be doing? Obviously, the writer was Chris from Dayton, Ohio. I don't think mm. he's written in again since. I don't even know if he listens. I've called him out multiple times on this show, but I haven't gotten a response. So, Chris, Chris if you're from out Dayton,
3: there, Ohio, if you're listening, let us know. This will be the episode that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, you're talking about me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, you know what's his name uh, in in Red Dead? That guy walking around looking for his mate. Gavin. Has anyone seen my friend Gavin? <laughs> That's Gavin. us. Has anyone seen Chris from Dayton, Ohio?
2: You put out a, a SOS <laughs> out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: Yeah. so the question is basically an easy one. Define yourself.
2: Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> yeah. Nice uh, and you easy. You know, I already have it written out. You know, I have the perfect answer. That's a lie. Um, so... <laughs> A little bit about myself. Okay. In terms of games that I really like to play, I like action RPGs on a fundamental level. That's kind of what I gravitate towards the most. But I think there are a lot of really awesome games beyond that that I also like to share those experiences with uh, others about. So that would be fighting games and shooters, uh, typically. But I love um, adventure games. Uh, I love some like traditional RPGs. Uh, sometimes I even throw in puzzle games. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a really good example I can think of: uh, Battle Chef, which was like an action puzzle oh. game. Which puzzle was game. yeah, Battle uh, Chef Brigade. Yes, phenomenal game, and it really just married the the what I love so much about indie games, which is experimenting with things that you know the triple A's kind of pick up on later on. Uh, that, yeah. So anyway. Aside from that, my favorite game of all time is Metal Gear Solid. And Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> an absolutely mind-blowingly like amazing series. And I am heartbroken at all the stuff that happened with Kojima Productions, Kojima himself and Konami and all that kind of goes along with that. But even down to like when I first experienced playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time, mm-hmm. going through that experience with my older brother, It changed me. It transformed me into someone who just kind of thought about video games as kind of this, I don't know, I don't want to say toy, but just like meant to be. It's very video gamey feel to Mm -hmm. things. Everything always felt like, okay. now here's this boss battle and here's this event and here's this thing. Like it was like a very basic structure to a lot of the games that came before that. And that game kind of just twisted the idea of what games could and should be in a lot of cases. And it it just kind of transformed the way I thought about games, but also about how I can grow into making stuff like that.
3: Mm. Mm. There's, there's like video games for a lot of people felt like an extension of the arcade, right? Like yes. it, everything they embodied for a really long time, even stuff like Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. um, even Super Mario World, all those kind of games, they were they felt like an extension of, of arcade coin-up. And then there's, for certain people, they have these games that feel like, oh, this is not an extension of arcade. This is an extension of cinema and yeah. TV. And Metal yeah. Gear is one of those. I had the exact same experience. That's the game that did it for me as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I see you tomorrow. I see you, Tim. I see you. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two questions for you. When was Please. the la- no, no? Firstly, context for this one. When was the last time you played Metal Gear Solid?
2: Oh man, mm. I would say it's been like three years.
3: Okay how how many hours do you think it takes to beat Metal Gear Solid based on your memory? Oh, like the first one? Yeah, the first one. How long do you remember playing that game for till you finished it? In an oh, hour that's account.
2: such a great question i've never tried to speed run the question the, the game so context yeah. there i've only ever played that game with just the idea of like exploring experiencing and it yeah experiencing just, just, just and put, seeing. put an
3: hour number on it that you think it would was
2: i would probably say like six hours i yeah you can finish that game in five
3: hours it's yeah. wild. I did it on a stream, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna settle in." I started streaming, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna make uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid my first like marathon stream where I play loads of it." I finished yeah. it in one setting, and I was like, "I forgot how <laughs> short this game was." People but, go on about how long the cutscenes are, and I was like, "Oh, this is done." One, yeah. one, <laughs> one stream. Like, okay.
2: Secondly, well, second a thing
1: is I have no excuse to play Metal Gear Dude, Solid one. No, it's Thank even on you. GOG too. That's yeah, why play I played not to
2: play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Hearing That's what you I've talk about it. it, and obviously being friends with Tam for so long, I've never played Metal Gear Solid, and it is the huge... It's my biggest shame.
2: Mm. And so
0: this year, in the year of not replaying stuff, mm-hmm. is this my year that I go through and finally play every right. Metal Gear Solid.
3: Oh, Lucy. Don't, I would, don't I promise wouldn't. me things. You could, Don't make promises you can't keep.
2: <laughs> I would <laughs> love to see and hear... Everything about that. I, I love introducing people to Metal Gear because yeah. it's always, you hear about it for so long. You're like, all right. I want to know what that experience is like, is like for people who haven't played, who have heard yeah. about it for, how long has it been? Almost 30? Oh, 30 years. so
0: long. Like 30 yeah. years. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then this is my my promise to you that by the next time I'm on the podcast, uh, I do have a four-day weekend this week. Um, you I will have finished have, all five of them? I will play the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the like, first Whoa. one is it's oh, on. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: it's on Good Old Games. If you want to play it, you can okay. plug in a PC. You can plug in an Xbox controller, a PlayStation controller. Mm-hmm. It's a little finicky, but it works. um your first time through, it might not be five hours. It'll probably be no. a little longer. It'll be longer, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you want, if you get annoyed with a certain situation, just tell me and I can help you through it easily. The yeah. first game is like, you'll be like, Oh, I see what this is going for and I can see where it is. The mm-hmm. second game, where when you play it, you're gonna be like, excuse me, <laughs> what <laughs> is happening? Literally. That's the bit that's, that's the bit where you're gonna be like you're telling me this was written in 2000. Why does it? Oh. Why does every part of it make sense and is true right now? Why like, is how it apply okay. to our lives? Yeah how <laughs> does how did they write how did they write a script for 2020? Like it's... how
0: Kojima wrote uh, Death Stranding before yeah 2020. Yeah.
3: Everything that okay. happens in Metal Gear Solid 2 is like this is. This isn't this is this is not cool how how like prescient it is. This is real. It's like it's real and it's like it's about things like corrupt presidents and memes and information and it's about surveillance and it's about like social media being used to like cancel people and subvert society and it's like control them. And I was like, AI functioning on its its own. Yeah, (laughs) and it's just like excuse why excuse me. And then the third one's just like incredible the the third one's one of my favorite games of all time and i haven't played one or two but i've played all the other ones the fourth one the fourth one will teach you how to make the perfect sunny side up eggs (laughs) (laughs) i will never forget that scene and the fifth one (laughs) is is the best stealth game ever created
2: uh, no, you well, and solid. me are we, we are the we're, same. We're, we're one mind.
3: <laughs> we <are> one mind. <laughs> how, how, Will, how do you feel about uh, the rumor that uh, Blue Point is doing a remake of Melga solid
2: One? I is would that you want? shit myself. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. I would. I've, all right. So one of I've uh, context. I also run a podcast. I, I put a little bit of a hi- hiatus on it because mm. this month has already been really crazy. Uh, So we're going to pick it back up on March. On one of those episodes, I gave a pitch about what I would want the next Metal Gear Solid game to be. Mm -hmm. And in that pitch, I said, there was a game by the name of Division. I know many of you know about it. (laughs) That had an idea to incorporate an app with it that would allow you to play with your friends without having to play the game. And I thought to myself, what if there was a way to incorporate that same thing into a Metal Gear Solid game? But to take what they did with Metal Gear Solid Five, which was you know uh, a little bit of Peace Walker, mm. um, and then like the new generation of stealth again phenomenal stealth mechanics like holy shit! If you could bring that same idea of even making missions using your app or or providing assistance, recon assistance for teammates, mm. and it's a cooperative experience, so everyone you pick up on a field, you can then bring them into. The game and use them in a four-player cooperative thing. I feel like they tried to do that with Metal Gear Solid Five, but they just ran out of time or budget yeah. or whatever.
0: Am I imagining it, or was there some thing they were trying to do with Silent Hills where they were trying to get your yeah, phone there, connected and like there was your phone would ring or something? Yeah, so, something so there was oh wow.
3: after after this was fairly recently that it was revealed, so it wasn't integrated into. There was a, I think it was like a patent or something like that, but there was documents where you would submit your certain information like i think it was your phone number and your twitter and Mm -hmm. it would effectively incorporate that into the game so you would get terrorized by someone phoning you and the problem was like it it could have the potential to ruin lives yeah Yeah. like and that could be an issue Um, (laughs) yeah so yeah
0: like the time Hitman did that really terrible Facebook integration where you could uh, put a target on someone you're Facebook <laughs> friends with and oh. you can assassinate them over Facebook. And it was oh. like, oh my God. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, I, 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 my, my dream for one is for Bluepoint to do that game. My dream is for like Sony to purchase Bluepoint, then go to Konami and be like, here's some money. We own all your shit now. And then and then like um, and then Bluepoint becomes the new Konami and they get they get Metal Gear, they get uh, Castlevania, they get oh. a bunch of other franchises. Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders, just let them, or even it's like we we will we won't buy these franchises from you, we will license all these franchises. And right. then that's it. And I feel like Sony in a year where where they where they have a brand new console, or in a generation where they have a brand new console, and their whole thing is exclusives that no one else can get. I think they I think they have had to have gone to Konami with a big bag and been like, we'll take Metal Gear. You all you have to do is take this money, give us, sign these contracts, we'll take care of the rest of it. They go to Blue Point and tell them this is your job now. They bring in Kojima and go Kojima every two weeks, pop in to a Zoom call. Just you just let them know. Just tell us if we're doing anything stupid, there any or like any changes you want, and the rest of it is done and then executive produced by Hideo Kojima. Metal Gear yeah. solid. Done again.
2: I am so here for that. And, yeah. and
3: then they make the Frankyega game after that, which is like okay, cool.
2: cool. Oh yes, yes, that's what we need. I want. I want to see the original Metal Gears as well make the transition into this mm-hmm. new generation. So, like, I would. I know what happened, but I never actually played Metal Gear One and Two. I played oh, yeah, a yeah, tiny yeah. bit, yeah. but not 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 seriously. So, if we could see that. Oh, my God. Dude, Metal Gear. Me- Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. It's, okay. Me. it's okay.
0: Hey, it's not Yakuza, which is what we normally do. <laughs> so so.
3: Metal, Gear, Metal Gear 1 in the 5 engine would be incredible because, like, the whole thing with that ending connecting directly to Metal Gear 5's ending connecting directly to Metal Gear 1 is, like, how that would have been. You have to believe that would have been the next thing they did. Like, that had to have been the next thing and it just didn't happen. Yeah. We got we got Death Stranding instead, which is a great game, but still, you know,
0: yeah. Mm.
1: You know what? I'm going to get off on a tangent here, but you know what? <laughs> they should have had in Death Stranding. They should have had podcasts that you can listen to in game in Death Stranding, like you could in I, Metal Gear Solid Four.
3: Yes, that ironically, yeah. that would have been pretty Solid, cool. Metal Gear Solid Four having podcasts was amazing. There was a po- you there, just you just yeah. like sitting like a blown out. In a
1: blown out house while enemies are crawling, you just be there listening to like Octocam, director commentary or whatever.
3: Yeah. It, was <laughs> it was, it was, it was uh Lucy, it was uh Ken was on it. Uh and
0: uh on what uh, on One the Metal podcasts? Gear Solid podcast.
3: No, there was a series of Kojima Productions podcasts with Ken Kenitrey Mizumi, who who we know. Uh and I think there were a couple of other developers from the studio as well. And I think Mark McDonald from previously 8-4. I don't know, I think I think he's still at e 4 I can't remember where he's at, but like, you know, uh uh they one of them was on it as well. And like it was always people playing Monster Hunter and talking about developing games. Um Ryan Payton was on it as well, because Ryan Payton, who yeah. who now is at camouflage working on the Iron Man game or whatever they're doing now, but he before he was at Microsoft working at Halo, he was at um konami kojima productions he's the one credited for changing circle and x on in metal Gear games to from cancel to you know thing because he, he was like stop this everyone yeah. in the west is confused by this <laughs> change it and um, we were yeah we were, <laughs> we were confused, confused. Yeah. but yeah they should have had podcasts in there they should bring that back
2: that'd be sick anyway well, yeah so should, what else do you
3: should, like
1: <laughs> yeah we should probably move on but before i do that i do want to know uh how you got into streaming and yeah. what what kind of other stuff you do and how, how you got into it.
2: Yeah, sure. So I started streaming through a charity event with one of my really good friends. Um, you may have heard of him, Andy Lunique. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so on Twitter with the food and all that. And I actually had an opportunity oh, to man. do a little product with him recently. Um, for th-
0: Andy's food tweets. yeah. Combined with uh, Yusuf's tweets from Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The two yeah. of them just <laughs> make incredible food and post about it all the time. Yeah. I go, on, I, I go on Twitter expecting to feel sad, but instead I just come away feeling hungry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> which then makes you sad, which yeah. kind of puts you into the whole cycle. Yeah, no, it happens. <laughs> uh, I had the I had the, the opportunity and fortune of uh having his food uh, uh many times. So yeah, he knows what he's doing. I call, I call it doesn't, that doesn't I call good, it, like
3: I call that loop the diabetes infinite, where you just get sad, <laughs> you eat, but you're trapped in this like Marvel versus Capcom style infinite, and you're just like, I can't get out of
2: this. Well, just guess I'll put the controller down and uh, <laughs> yeah. accept my fate. <laughs> uh, but it was through that event that I really... Before then, I had been making YouTube videos, but it was just kind of... There was no real super strategy around it. It was just more like, hey, here are the things that I'm doing. I, I love talking about games and reviewing them and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, at the time, he wasn't working in games yet, but he had just gotten a job uh, at Sandbox Strategies. He was like, yo, I would love for you to come by... And really see, you know, what streaming is all about. Because I've been trying to tell you for a while, like, you'd be really great for streaming. And we did that event. It was a 24-hour event for Extra Life. We raised a bunch of money. And it was just like this really beautiful community event that we were using our love and nerdum for gaming to help people. uh, Help kids specifically. And it was kind of around that time when I was just like, all right, I get it. I want to do this more and i just started i got my ps4 you know i had my camera i just went live one day and it just kind of spiraled into the situation where i started meeting people within the industry but also uh, you know other streamers as well and i already had the connections i made through making youtube content and going to events and as press but as a small press obviously and that was kind of how everything started and then from there on like i i, I at this point I don't, I don't even feel like i would want to stop streaming at any point because it's become such a beautiful community thing of sharing what i love with other people and also having them share what they love with me and being ingrained in that whole thing it's just been really awesome so that's kind of the bare bones version of how i got started as a streamer uh, and then there were uh two other people who were really, really influential in kind of helping me understand the difference between just streaming for fun and then like really structuring what I'm doing and really um, looking at the overall Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, whatever it is, um, looking at that whole thing holistically. And it was uh, DJ Knight and he w- went by DJ Tech Live before, but he's Technique now. Uh, the two of them, we're, we're we're all really close still to this day. And This happened like what, five or six years ago. And they they really helped me understand what could be possible with the medium. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond that, I don't know if I, I even mentioned it now. I mentioned it uh, before we started recording, but uh, I'm, a, I'm an artist too. So I'm a graphic designer and illustrator. So I have an opportunity to then take my experiences as an artist and apply that to live streams and discussions uh, within gaming as well, where I can take, you know, I can pick out individual things about games that I'm playing and say, this is a really big deal because they're using uh, uh, dramatic lighting here to really let you feel what's happening in this Last of Us you know, 2 moment. Like if the lighting was any different, the whole mood would have been different. So we have conversations like that within the game streams as well as the discussions. And that really allows me to just have a unique perspective about the games that I play on stream. That's
0: really cool.
1: You, uh, did you ever do like, do you ever stream your art, like your art process when you do that kind of stuff? Cause I find those streams very relaxing, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have done them uh, a bunch of times. This is going to be a shot at, uh, Apple. Um, I'm going to say it anyway. They make really great hardware. Uh, they make software that works for the very specific things you want to do with them. But when it comes to streaming from them, it is... <laughs> I figured this is where it was going. Oh, <laughs> Very yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So I have everything between, like, alerts to soundboards to OBS deciding to just completely not work anymore to Streamlabs OBS not being a thing until probably a few months ago. They were just so, the, not being able to use the audio card uh, in the system without third-party software to give it access. It's just so... Uh. All yeah. that to say, I do art streams uh, now, but I, I was doing them a long time ago before. Then I stopped because of all the complications, and, and I'm starting to do them up again now. Yeah. So,
3: Tim Cook, if you listen, get your shit together.
2: Get <laughs> your shit together. damn
1: Man.
3: It's ridiculous.
1: Well, with that, we should probably talk about what we've been playing. So, I am going to sit this one out because I haven't really been playing much that I can talk about necessarily, and also I'm in the middle of a move, so I haven't had much time. But with all that, Lucy, what have you been up to this week?
0: Uh, well, I finished the medium mm-hmm. last weekend, um, so I was about halfway through when we talked about it last time I was on the podcast. And you said, "How do you think it's dealing with um, a couple of the heavier themes?" Turns out, hadn't got there yet. Uh, (laughs) I I haven't finished
1: it yet. Okay.
0: I overall, I like I said last time, a really great, like, sort of triple, uh, double A game, the the likes of which you don't really get anymore. I really like the puzzle solving. For me, it was kind of the right level of stress with which I could deal with at the minute. If that makes sense from a horror game. Like I could just I could just sit down and blast through a couple hours and we'll go. I don't think it stuck the landing at all. I think it got a bit confused with itself. Um, there was some stuff that I thought was really cool. There were some story beats, but overall, I mean, overall, I liked it. I just was I think that the ending also outstayed its welcome a bit. Um, however, I started on Little Nightmares Two this lunchtime, so I've literally played an hour, um, and I totally missed the first one. And I'm now kicking myself because it just is a mix of limbo and inside. And while we're waiting for Play Dead to do something new, there's this. And it's mm. great. And I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but like I said, only an hour in, but I sat and just was enthralled the whole time. You know, I love it when it's a puzzle game with minimal hand holding, minimal dialogue, any of that. Um, also, it's just creepy as hell. <laughs> But it has little Ico moments in that you're kind of going around with another little kid and uh, there's a button where you can hold their hand and you know the two of you are sort of running through grass and I just, you know, it's Ico's 20th anniversary. It ha- they have a, it's an, uh, an a big anniversary for Ico this year. Ico, sorry. Um, yeah,
3: I was going to say, excuse me. Excuse I know, you know I know, it's Ico. <laughs>
0: um, that's one thing about me is that I'm very bad with like, you know, when you see words written down over and over again and you kind of think, mm. how, oh, this is how I pronounce it. And then you say it out loud and you realize you're an idiot.
1: I <laughs> thought it was just an accent thing. No, this is really
0: an idiot. <laughs> Eco is it is the 20th anniversary this year. And so instead of replaying Eco, playing Little Nightmares 2. Mm.
1: Do you think you'll go back and play one?
0: I think I might, you know. One I is good. I, yeah people i remember people really enjoying one and i just never got around to it um so yeah i'm kind of in like a sort of soft horror bit of life, gross it? soft horror <laughs> i mean there is some there is some <laughs> gross stuff in little nightmares there is just body parts all over the place there's yeah. there's a really weird like dinner table scene that you walk through where they've got like this big I don't even know what they're supposed to be. They look like wax but with like big huge uh, bubbles of it coming out of their face and uh, they look like they're stuffed and it's
3: the, gross. the first game the first game holds up really well. Like it's it's really gorgeous. Um mm. like um the art technically like beautiful and the sound is like, like sometimes you have to like turn up the volume because, you know, and turn the lamp down the lights and get into the mood. Mm. Um it's such a good game to play. Um yeah. I'm excited for you to play the first uh, one as well.
0: Yeah, but other than that, I'm halfway through season four of The Expanse. You might remember that I started The Expanse maybe three weeks ago. So that's how that's going.
1: <laughs> it's really good. You also put the medium down in your uh, what you've been playing. What, what are your thoughts on it so far?
2: So I feel like I'm only halfway through. I ended up going on a vacation like winter getaway thing with a couple Ooh. of people. It was all, you know, we um, got tested before we went on the trip. So it's not like we were just irresponsibly mm-hmm. uh, just willy nilly going around. I actually quick short story. I actually had to like ask one of the flight attendants to tell someone to put their mask on in the plane uh, on the way back because he just, he just got on without the shit on at all. So like I take that very seriously. Mm. <laughs> um, but
1: sorry what what was flying like just just like other than that because it's something i've been so curious about and it's something i i'll probably have to do soon
2: yeah yeah it is nerve-wracking for me because again i know some people out there just don't take it seriously and that drives me insane because obviously in a situation where they're on this enclosed space they they do have like the same air Mm. they do have medical grade ventilators that they've like made sure work for combating that. But even still, like it stresses me out because again, Mm -hmm. I just, no one, none of us knows what these people's lives are like outside of that. So there's that. You know what we
3: need uh, you'll know you know what I'm talking about here will you know do you remember recently it was like over the last two years people started bringing arcade sticks it was like the k o f community they used to. they started bringing arcade sticks that were normal <laughs> arcade sticks, but they had like a wall on one side so the yeah. other person couldn't see like it was really <laughs> fascinating the because like, sometimes when you're sitting next to each other when you see a hand movement like when you're when you're when you play enough fighting games you're like you instinctively react. So yes. people started putting up walls. So you couldn't tell when someone was moving their hand and yep. react to it. Just need yep. those. Just like massive Imagine walls. And Imagine sitting just up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just sit down. Just walk around. Yeah. Don't mind me. But just take the arcade stick with the wall. So like you sit down and just pull out an arcade stick and the wall appears and people are like, what's going
2: on? You're <laughs> still like, practicing combos. Start a business. <laughs> sell this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. On a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's, it is nerve wracking. Uh, They try their best to space people out if the flights aren't full, but uh, they tend to make some of them full depending on what's going on. Like, I know Christmas, they were just packing them in, and uh, that was really weird. But, yeah, I've only flown, I think, twice since the pandemic hit, and I didn't want to do it either time, but, you know, sometimes you just have to.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's been weird. Cause normally like we travel a lot for work, like multiple times a year. And yeah. I have not been to an airport in over a year now. And it's just, Same. It's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird feeling.
2: Yeah. The airport mm-hmm. has always stressed me out. Like I've always felt this like uncomfort with being in the airport in general.
1: Until I sit down by my gate. Yeah. I'm yeah. stressed. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, I, I, the medium, <laughs> the medium. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like I kind of understand some of the points that Lucy was just saying about how it doesn't stick everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But where I'm at, like the puzzle, this actually ties into one of the other things we'll talk about later, but the puzzle that I had just got off of and I was like, I was stuck on it for like a half hour. I, I It had to have been at least that long. Um, It crashed in the middle uh, like twice while I was trying to do it. So there was like, why is this game crashing? Like, it's not like mind-blowingly technical and any you know
1: are, are you on pc or yeah
0: okay. oh interesting
2: yeah. i've heard i've heard there's been issues on pc stuttering and crashing just randomly huh. like you're not doing anything i'm just walking down a hall <laughs> but <laughs> really? not
0: even in the split mode just like regular walking down the hall
2: one was a regular walking down the hall one was in split mode
0: mm.
2: uh, and i don't know if the other one was too but they get crashed like three times total Dang. but yeah it was one puzzle that was just like really clumsily done I had solved the puzzle but because something wasn't literally lined up by a pixel, you know what I'm
0: wait, talking about. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the exact puzzle that Jake called out like it might be? Month? Which which puzzle was it?
2: Yeah, there was a globe and it was moving and you know what I'm talking about, Jake? It's the one that I talked yeah, about. oh, it was a different one. About. it's different.
1: It's like the the globe moves the room around, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I had moved it in position, like, several times and tried to walk through that area, and it just wow. wasn't letting me. So I'm like, I guess I'm just not supposed to go out here. And it was literally, yeah. like, it just needed to move, like, a yeah. pixel over more. And I was like, this is mm. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is objectively bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some of them, I I am at the stage now where I, I won't spend ages, like, trying to figure out a puzzle anymore yeah. like i will just immediately go to google and type in things like medium chair which one or something if i get stuck but like
1: never play baba is you because god you could spend I, hours and hours and hours and hours on puzzles
0: in that game. i did buy baba is you it was on sale recently you should try uh, it it's very I, clever
1: but it is hard oh man oh,
0: but yeah i there were a few puzzles in the medium where either it just wasn't Either I'd done it in the quote unquote wrong way and the game had a very prescribed vision of what it wanted me to do, or it would just randomly spawn something in a like not in a different area, but like close to me, but not logically where yes. something should be. There's one there's one at the very end where you're following the little butterflies around. Okay. And I was looking for the last bit of the puzzle because I couldn't progress any further. And then I looked it up and it was literally like pulled out like behind me and I was like what yeah Why is that, there?
2: that happened with one of the uh I'll just say the threats one of the threats of the uh of a stealth segment like they were just going in the wrong path and someone in chat was like that that wasn't supposed to happen <laughs> And it was just it was a really weird situation because like well I did it so whatever <laughs> what do you think of the story and setting so far I didn't know where it was going to go for the longest time. I, I'll say for sure that there were a lot of unexpected things that happened in it. Mm-hmm. And the reveals were pretty good. The settings themselves were eerie. Um, they had a really good amount of atmosphere to them. And the the shifting between the worlds uh, made for some inventive moments. And I... Yeah, I think that was my cat. This uh, is your, room. your room's haunted.
0: <laughs> yeah, say literally, as
2: soon as I say that, I'm like, ah, what's happening? <laughs> um, but overall, I think they did a good job of kind of like invoking that like uneasy feeling out of you in a lot of those areas without necessarily being like too grotesque the whole time. But, you know, there's a character. I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's a young character who appears mm-hmm. at some point who was like who encapsulates that perfectly where it's like you have the duality going on with personality and also like aesthetic. And it's just like, Whoa, like I feel uneasy, but mm-hmm. I'm, I know I'm supposed to feel uneasy, but I also feel like endeared in the moment. Yeah. It did yeah. that really well.
1: Yeah. I, I know it's you're talking about that early on. And I did really like that scene because I went through the same exact emotions when I saw it, I was like, Whoa, And uh. then as you get to know the character, it, it, you feel more endeared. Like what yeah. you
2: saying. Yeah, for sure.
1: Tomorrow, how about you? What have you been Uh
3: doing? I'm gonna keep mine quick because it's not that right different from last week. I started I carried on playing Hollow Knight. Well, I restarted Hollow Knight on PC because I started streaming it after my um embarrassingly short Metal Gear stream, which I planned for <laughs> multiple weeks on. Um, <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna play Hollow Knight, and I started again and I'm getting more into it. I wanna correct some things that I said last week. I don't know why, like, but one of the things I think I mentioned was the inability to move while using a map and I swear I tried to do that so many times on the Switch version and I remember being annoyed by it but I did it on PC and it was fine like you can move very slowly while using the map um and I've unlocked a few more kind of items that make it a bit easier to get around still not ideal um still a bit frustrating but it's better now it's less of an issue for me or maybe I just kind of got over it and quit being a baby about it um but yeah i i beat the first boss um and hey. uh it was it was pretty good it, i i it was like surprisingly i can feel my soul's kind of like um experience translating over pretty well um yeah so i i played maybe like 4 or 5 hours of that and i'm enjoying it the world still hasn't grabbed me Um, the music is phenomenal like the Mm -hmm. music is so good in that game and it feels really good as well to move it's got like a really nice momentum and kind of uh, inertia to moving the character around Um, so yeah I'm just like playing through that streaming it every I'll play like one or two hours every time I stream and my streams are usually like abrupt like no no schedule to it right now because I'm just like yeah whenever I'm bored I'll just stream so like I get maybe like Ten people being in there, being like, "Oh, you're streaming." I'm like, yep, just playing a bit. Hold on, and also my internet sucks, so sometimes I'll start streaming and it'll be like people are like, "Why is this running in two hundred and seventy-three like, p?" Oh, I don't know, man. I'm like, blame Sonic Internet, they suck. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's fine. Um, and yeah, so so I'm enjoying that. I also started watching The Expanse. Um,
0: yes.
3: Which is, I watched one episode, and uh-huh, uh-huh. I I liked. I I got enough out of it to be like, yeah, I can continue watching this. I didn't know Thomas Jane was in it. Um, yeah, I don't know Thomas if he's Jane, st- stick Thomas Jane Thomas around. Jane is in it. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to stick around. His character is really crap. <laughs> his I his, mean, his acting is also very crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not my favorite part. Yeah. Of it. He's For like
3: sure. he's like a shit blade runner right now. <laughs> he's just like walking around and being really lame, but like I like I like where it's going. Um and I can feel the battlestar slash mass effect vibes through it. So oh, yeah. I'm excited to keep digging into it and and uh, watching a bit more of that. And um, beyond that, uh, update on uh, Persona 5, still playing it, uh still in Cheetah's Palace. <laughs> I've finally <laughs> I finally beaten. The I've sent the calling card now um, for Sheila's Palace, so I can finally get beyond it, which I'm hoping to do fairly soon. Uh, I see Jake every now and then on playing it, and I'm like, I should do that too. Usually, I start playing it because I see Jake is playing it. I'm like, oh yeah, I should do that as well. the
0: taste, <laughs> the taste maker.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm at a, I'm at a, a
1: Palace now. Okay. Me too. Okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm I'm catching solid. up to you
3: tomorrow. Yeah, I I'm so close to the new content. I can taste it. Um, and I, I had a I fought the battle before the Shido boss battle. I'm not going to say who it is in case anybody because that's a big twist. But um, I remember that. Yeah, I boss feel like fight I was... spoiled something. I'm going to bleep out the palace name of what I just yeah, said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, maybe you should bleep out the Shido a bit as well. But like that boss Too fight, that I did <laughs> um, that boss fight that I did. I remember it being way harder the first time in Vanilla Persona Five because this time I did it and I was like, wow, I just. Run a train on you. You suck. I mean,
0: that's the thing though. <laughs> the whole game is much easier, except for uh, that one yeah, boss
3: fight. Kan- Kanish, no, it's it's the um Okumura. Uh, ha- yeah, that
0: one. That oh
3: one is God. is like it's genuinely broken. Like the way you yeah. make that you make that boss fight doable is to turn it onto the hardest difficulty, and then exploit the weaknesses. And
0: yeah, it's like, that's what I did. What are Cause, you doing? Because you do you take way more damage but you also do way more damage if you exploit weaknesses and that Mm. entire boss fight is like you have to exploit every weakness and kill them all in the same turn is oh
3: yeah yeah. one of those it's one of them ones but it's like if you get unlucky and and get wiped out you're starting all over again Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm slowly trucking through that um it's good i'm enjoying it um yeah, and also bought myself a graphics tablet and I started drawing again. So fun.
2: Hey, I'm here for this. Yeah, yeah, I
3: bought a this 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 podcast is not sponsored by Hurion, but I bought an Inspire h six four four EP. It's a basic one. I had a Wacom when I was in the UK, and I used to draw way more when I was younger. Like when I was in college and university, and desperately struggling with what my what I'm going to do with life, I was like, I could do art. I like art, and I was like really into drawing, and then. I dropped off, and um, now I'm in a stage where I'm like, I need things to make me feel happy again. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get back into art. So yeah. i like started messing with art, uh, drawing again, and it's fun. Yeah, uh, my I, I realized that I've lost every skill that I had. Like I can't <laughs> foreshorten
2: for shit anymore. <laughs> like, my proportions it's, suck. Like it's, it's one hard. of those things that we don't think about being hard until you're doing it. And then he's like shit. Like how? Yeah you you have to play so many tricks on your brain to to this is one of the things i love about art though but uh, you have to play so many tricks on your brain to like break down what it is that you're seeing yeah to then represent that to someone else so that they see what you're seeing so like yeah. everything down to color like our eyes constantly adjust so we interpret things in nighttime as mm-hmm. being red like, I know this is red because I know the conditions of where I am and what's happening around me that this is red. But if you paint it, it's like a bluish purple, but not red. Like, not the same at all. So you have to, like, constantly be telling your brain, make this purple. Make this burgundy. Yeah.
1: Even though it's It's, beet red.
2: Like, bright, you know.
1: I went to school for film, and I remember learning about light color. And that reminds me a lot of that because that's something I literally never thought about until... I took that class and it was like, Oh wait, like that's an orange light back there. And daylight is more bluish. And like, yes. there's actually competing light in most rooms you're in. Like right now, my camera doesn't really know what, what's white and what isn't because yeah. I'm that white and that
3: it's, it's fascinating stuff. But that made me think of that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as part of that, I've started also trying to watch more like drawing streams and drawing YouTube videos. And just cause are it's- you on
0: are you on art TikTok yet?
3: I have been on art TikTok, yeah, but I, I, art,
0: I can't draw for shit. I, and yet, I'm with, on art TikTok, and I love it.
3: The problem <laughs> okay, that I know. found the problem I found with art TikTok is I when I watch, I like the process, mm-hmm. as in like both like the time lapse stuff and also like the struggle to get something right. With art TikTok, they do that thing where they're like they put a pen to the page and then or like uh, the the tablet or screen and they draw a line and then they do like a, a hand wipe and it's <laughs> like crash zoom <laughs> and play some dubstep and there's this amazing thing there and i'm like that sucks like yeah. i didn't see i, see I didn't see, anything. Yeah, I want to see the process i don't want to see like a line and then you've created this piece of art like yeah uh, that's not great um like uh, but like youtube is way more like they're and in twitch is where well, you get to see even slower like the whole step-by-step process and see how they got to where they are and the part of our TikTok I like is like where they're like oh you can use this tool to do this thing or you know you can think about drawing in this way and like breaking down oh this is how you draw a finger or something like mm-hmm. that um, but yeah we should probably move on to topics because we are running out of time
1: <laughs> And we are back with topics this week. First up we have is the Cyberpunk 2077 CD Project Red was hacked and then held at ransom. This is quite the story and it still seems to be developing in some sense, but CD Project Red put out an official statement saying, yesterday we discovered that we have become victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Red's Capital Group, and left a ransom note to the content, of which which we released to the public. There's a there's another note that they showed as well in this tweet. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We are al- we've already secured our IT infrastructure and began restoring. Um, we will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of compromised data. We are taking we are taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such release, in particular by approaching any parties that might be affected due to the breach. We are still investigating the incident. However, at this time, we can confirm to the best of our knowledge, the compromised systems did not contain any personal data to our players or users of our services. We've already approached the relevant authorities, including law enforcement and the president of personal data protection office, as well as the IT forensic specialist, And we will clo- closely cooperate with them to fully investigate this incident. They've had a not great
3: couple of months. Mm.
0: God,
3: is <sighs> CD. Project Red has been very much the, a case of soaring highs, crushing lows lately, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Like Witcher, so. soaring highs, Gwent, a high, and then Cyberpunk and this absolutely crushing low. I love the uh, the message that the uh, hacker left behind, though. Hello, CD Project. Like, you've been right. pwned. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. Not even you've been pwned, you've been epically pwned. <laughs> it's was was like, oh
1: my, oh this my is like...
3: god. Oh my god. My dad's at it again. He's yeah. recording <laughs> videos in fucking portrait. Now he's writing hacker messages <laughs> with epically pwned.
2: That was good. <laughs> 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 like that. <laughs> god. Yeah, it, it's just a situation that has uh, it's so frustrating as a gamer, as a fan, as just someone on the inside or the outside looking at this whole situation it's like all right they clearly need a break they've in a way put themselves in this horrible situation but they've you know witcher three didn't didn't launch in perfect condition either but like it's one of my favorite games of just all time like period hell yeah i know cyberpunk can yeah right (laughs) i know cyberpunk can get there too but obviously it's got a ton of issues like and then the whole hacking situation it's like i've I've personally i don't even want to say anything about it. I've personally been hacked before hmm. multiple occasions, and it's like obviously I've taken steps to ensure that doesn't really happen the same way that it did before, but these people who are just going out of their way to try to make lives more miserable for other people, I get it like c d project Red betrayed the trust of gamers in in really significant ways uh but it's never been an excuse to send death threats to people or to dox people or to hack them and compromise data. That's sometimes very sensitive. It's,
3: mm.
2: I don't know. There's just, there's just, there's a chemical in your brain that should have some level of empathy to be like, yeah. you know what? Mm. It's not worth this pain. I'm going to bring someone else for me to get whatever I'm trying to get out of this. I think that
3: The problem is most people have that chemical, but it's like drowned out or canceled out by anonymity chemical in in yeah. the brain yeah. it's like mm-hmm. most people would go oh yeah i shouldn't do this it sucks and then the yeah. other chemical goes no one will ever know and like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay as it's well. me
0: it's me against the corporations at yeah. this point, isn't it and that's yeah. i mean oh God, it must be terrible uh, that's I'm the serious. thing when jake when you were reading out that thing where it's like an actor and i was like wait keanu reeves
3: <laughs> no. i love the idea of keanu reeves stealing his own <laughs> <laughs> source code he's from like this the, is mine now
0: taking his learnings from the matrix yeah. just Engrim. <laughs> i love the idea of him
3: doing john wick voice just saying yeah i'm thinking i'm hack <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love
1: how, it is, I how many people are behind this because if it's one person, like, I don't know, that seems pretty tough to do as one person, as someone who knows literally nothing about hacking or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. But if it is one person, it also makes me question what their infrastructure is like if someone was able to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of information that we don't have that I'm very curious about. But like at the end of the day, I hope they get this stuff sorted. This year in particular seems like a year that CD Projekt Reddit kind of already laid out a plan to kind of regain the trust of fans and and players and whatnot and this i mean you know in some sense it has to be related even though you imagine the development team is still working on those patches and and Mm -hmm. dlc and whatnot but like still after the year they have had can you imagine beginning of 2021 just some some dick does this just sucks Mm -hmm.
3: yeah yeah it's it's big uh ben affleck pushing the swing as batman energy from from them right now. Like, oh,
0: what like picking up the the donuts? Yeah,
3: they just can't get a, it.
0: Having a smoke. on Yeah, his having board. a
2: smoke. smoke <laughs>
0: Why are there so many sad Ben Affleck
2: yeah, pictures? But he's yeah. just good at making that content. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like
3: just... him and him and Keanu as well. Like they have, they both have like Keanu, sad Keanu is a thing yeah. and yeah. sad Ben Affleck is a thing. Just yeah. like yeah, I I hope they bounce back. Like regardless, like they they clearly screwed some things up um but like i think that you know it's not beyond reproach they can make good mm-hmm. on that but if they're if they're constantly being kicked while they're down they'll never be able to stand up so right. um, it kind of sucks to see this but also you know hopefully it's it's kind of a not a wake-up call i mean it's kind of a wake-up call because random mm-hmm. outsiders shouldn't be able to <laughs> just hack your way into hack their way into this thing my favorite thing is like i saw a tweet earlier today being like, oh. Uh, gamers that are seeing this this hack stuff being like oh wow this code is held together by tape and is like not even fully tested and not implemented properly uh this sucks this is really irresponsible and then the follow-up is all devs ever like sh- shifting in their seats because that's how all games are made and it's just like <laughs> yeah that's
2: how every game is made like you just don't know it <laughs> You literally can't flesh out the entirety yeah, yeah. of the outside boundaries yeah. of the map. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: just like yeah, most games are hold together by duct tape and like praise. So <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Hopefully
1: well, there's also do. there's also another topic that we wanted to touch Breaking on. Breaking news! Breaking news! Apparently, Lucy, what's going on?
0: Uh, so it turns out, and now confirmed by Neil Druckmann himself. Uh, Bella Ramsey, who played Leanna Mormont in, hey, remember Game of Thrones, mm. um, will be joining the Last of Us HBO series. And is she gonna, is she definitely going to be Ellie?
3: Yeah, it looks like she's playing Ellie.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the headline on The Hollywood Reporter, uh, breakout Bella Ramsey to start as Ellie. So I am very excited. Like The thing that gets me most excited about the Last of Us TV show is not Druckmann's involvement, which I am very excited about, but it's the fact that it's Craig Metzen. Who did Chernobyl and Mm. the Hangover movies? Um, Which is (laughs) the the first one was
3: pretty well written in some sense of the word. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like please uh, be excited
3: for Mike Tyson (laughs) (laughs) absolutely punching the shit out of Joel at some point (laughs) (laughs) to a Phil Collins solo.
0: (laughs) But no, like thinking, thinking about who could play Ellie, a character that is so like she's so strong beyond her years, and then. I mean, I don't know about you all, but I've sort of repressed Game of Thrones. I covered mm. it for work for years. And like, I'm not at the stage where I hated the the final season so much that I just want nothing to do with it, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I was very let down by the final season. And it's just like one of the things that, despite devoting literally years of my life to that franchise, both books and the show, once it was done, I was like, the ship has sailed. That, mm. that part of my life is gone. And so... This is, like, a really nice crossover of the two that I was totally not expecting, but I'm totally hyped for.
3: Mm. Leanna Mormont, known for being a powerful presence in Game of Thrones. A bad
0: bitch.
3: Yeah, I remember, I can't remember exactly all of her scenes, but I remember her sitting on a horse and shouting at about, like, 2,000 men. So I'm into that. What a weapon. Yeah, she was, she was like, uh, she, she, like. Told people to shut the hell up a bunch of times. So, was it she, uh,
0: when they were going around getting all the families together and she was like, Yeah, well, Bear Island will be with you. We've got like 72 men, yeah, (laughs) but they're worth like hundreds,
3: yeah. That was, yeah, she was a good character,
0: yeah, she was great,
1: yeah. Um, I don't remember much of Game of Thrones. I saw it, <laughs> it all. Yeah. I it, don't. I, I remember finishing the last episode or whatever. I was like yeah. watching it with my roommate at the time and just got up and I was like, all right, that's that. <laughs> that's <laughs> I haven't that's thought like, about it since.
2: That's, a <laughs> mood.
3: that's the end of that chapter.
2: Yeah. Um, I didn't I watch they, all of Game of Thrones, but I've, I've like in and out seen it. So mm-hmm. my fiance and I, we live together now, but at the time when, you know, Game of Thrones was still going on. I'd go over her place and see it on sometimes, so I would, I would catch it every once mm. in a while. Uh, but I, I, I caught the like the last four episodes of Game of Thrones, and I was just like, "But why?" <laughs> like I was, I was caught What's up that? to everything else. I yeah. was just like, "All right, this makes sense. This connects to that. That's all good." And it's like.
0: What's up with it's that a, white horse? Is that supposed to be symbolism?
2: Yeah, yeah. This character is acting kind of weird right now, like really just not what they would do in the situation at all. And like I knew that as an outsider who had only seen like a handful of episodes. So mm-hmm.
3: The the other part of that story is uh, as is the debunking of the rumor that Mahershala Ali was going to play Joel. Um apparently he did look at the role and was in discussions but ultimately decided not to sign on. Um, ah,
0: that would be super cool. I imagine
3: imagine he looked at it and went, no, those nerds are way too angry. I'm not getting anywhere near that.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> <The> possibility. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh questions this week.
1: Uh like I said last week, we actually the email account is broken at so the moment. So
0: I I did get an email from it.
1: <laughs> oh but you did?
0: you have to change the at gamespot.com to at redventures.com.
1: Um, which I didn't
0: know we had to do. Uh,
1: so if you do want to send us an email, I guess you can do it at afterdarkpodcast at redventures.com. Does that sound right, Lucy?
0: Yeah, after dark Podcast at redventures.com.
1: So maybe it's just that we don't have those aliases, aliases back yet. It, eventually it'll be settled. But in the meantime, if you don't want to do that, you can join our Discord server by DMing myself. Or if you don't want to join a Discord server, you just want to ask us a question, feel free to at me on Twitter. Um, I will, I will surely see it uh anyway first question here lucy do you want to take
0: sure uh this is from rob goddard Long-time listener, first-time question asker. As someone who loves a great game based on a popular franchise like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Batman, etc., are there any books, comics, shows, or films out there that you would love to see get the gaming treatment? I would love to see something like Castle Rock, but not necessarily that show. Maybe you're a new detective in in a mysterious New England town. You work through an overarching plot, maybe something around the machinations of Flag, but get wrapped in a small side quest cases that all have connections to the many works of Stephen King. It all makes sense in my head, and I'm sure I could spend a lot more time trying to explain what I'm picturing. I'm down for that, though, um, as a big Stephen King fan. Mm.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just, I want a Mandalorian game. Uh, mm, I yeah. didn't even I'm not super into Star Wars. I enjoyed the Mandalorian for what it was, but I think just like an open world bounty hunting game similar to like The Witcher 3 could be pretty cool where you're just mm-hmm. taking on different contracts. Maybe even like a CD Project Red could do a pretty good job mm-hmm. at something like that. Uh, e- even if it's not them. But I, but I think just like a Mandalorian, like not, not a super strong narrative, but more focused on these moment to moment stories that you get as you meet different uh, contract givers, more or less. And you can kind of just explore the universe as you see fit be the bounty hunter you'd like to be. I think that would be really cool.
0: Damn, that is really cool. And now I can't think of one.
2: I I have one, but like I'm now fixated on that because I really would love yeah. to see that and play that, experience
1: that. Just like watching the show, like I was way more fascinated with all the little stories that they told, His little side quests. Like the side quests opposed yeah. to like the grander narrative of Baby Yoda and whatnot, as cute as Baby Yoda is and whatnot. I was like, I don't, I don't really care what this baby's deal mm. is. I just
3: want, I just want Mando to shoot things. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a bunch. I think we've talked about it before. Uh, we have.
1: We've had similar questions. Yeah,
3: Platinum Games should make a blade game.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh,
3: Remedy Entertainment should make a co-op uh, narrative-driven shooter based on the supernatural TV show. Um, I want <laughs> I a uh, the initiative, uh, the gears of war team to do demolition man. Co- oh. No coalition uh co initiative oh coalition yeah initiative uh, perfect initiatives dark. perfect dark yeah coalition to do demolition man uh-huh. um there needs to be a green lantern game i'd love to see that uh what else is there there's i ho- i've got so many just like lodged in my head i was gonna
0: say how are you coming up with these so quickly i'm like
3: i've got uh... i've been th- i've spent a lot of time thinking about them uh what would you call it? Uh, rockstar games presents, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Um, the Stephen King dark tower series. Okay, yeah, yeah, imagine yeah, that. That would yeah. be pretty good. I'd like that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Um, I, uh, I don't know. Cause like we've had alien isolation, which is pretty much the closest thing you can get to an alien game. Mm-hmm. Um, like a perfect alien representation of the movie, I guess. Uh, mm.
2: Man, fuck that game, dude. I've I've it's a great game, but <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, family. <favorite you. laughs> Heart.
2: <laughs> yeah. I feel like my answer would be: I, I would love to see Storm get her own game <gasps> and then have yeah. that tie-in. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if Insomniac could do what they did with Spider-Man, but with Storm, and then incorporate like the origin of Storm and then incorporate <sighs> her into the X-Men and then Having oh, Wakanda, so like, oh, I need it. I need Time it. Down. You could bring in, oh, you could bring in
3: T'Challa into that as well. Exactly. That works then... perfectly. Oh, my. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. There hasn't been a good X Men game. Ever. Was oh, X-Men what do you mean? Legends? X-Men Destiny? Oh, X Men Legends was
2: good, but like X Men hardly... Destiny
0: was so bad. Wait, what's
2: what X Men? What's X Men Destiny?
0: X-Men That's the Silicon Destiny Knights one. Was the one that got pulled from shelves after the whole Silicon Knights. Um, mm. Was it Unreal stuff? Yeah, but then, it was basically like you got to sort of pick your mutation and oh, kind of yeah. semi RPG stuff. Yeah. And I forgot
2: about that. Exceptionally <laughs> bad. It's <very> yeah. bad. <laughs> Impressively
3: bad. Um, yeah
2: yeah i, want, I want to play that storm game yeah, that'll be good too. who would develop
3: it insomniac
2: games would Okay, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. All right. and if they, they could literally just tie it into i don't know there's so many things they could do because even with spider-man they did uh, they did just different shit with that and uh, we haven't really had a really great like version of storm aside from like marvel versus capcom again mm-hmm. x-men legends she was in that and she was amazing but we hadn't seen her in really much else other than that. And we haven't seen um, a superhero game that did flight really well in a while. Yeah.
1: I feel yeah. like they could do some interesting things with like ranged attacks as well. Mm-hmm. Almost like you'd set up your attacks early. You'd see where people are going to be and, and set up your lightning over there. And then yeah. maybe do some hand-to-hand combat over here. And then the lightning comes down. Like, cool. That
2: would be super cool. Yes.
1: Uh, Lucy, didn't a couple weeks ago you bring up like Bethesda doing a Lord of the Rings game? Or was that more just
0: like Todd Howard had Lord of the Rings
1: in in his room? Yeah, Todd Howard had Lord of the
0: Rings in his room um, and Arcana hiring for a fantasy project. That would be cool. That's what it was, yeah. I would love to see... I don't know. I, I love what Monolith do with... Uh, Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor. Now they've patented the Nemesis system, though. But there's so much more to yeah. explore in Lord of the Rings, especially now that you've got the Second Age TV show coming, too. I really hope hmm. that you get to go and see some of that stuff. So maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right.
3: Next question here, Tamor. Do you want to read this last one? Uh, Yes. I if I can get my screen to... Oh, there we go. I have this one's from the one who finally proposed. Well done for proposing. I'm very hey. happy for you. Um I have spent ten or fifteen hours in Hollow Knight stuck on one boss. The traitor lord kicked my ass a lot. And it's a relatively simple boss. I'd wander Hollow Hollow Nest, trying to see if there's anything else to do in the meantime, because I just couldn't get past him. And today today I actually cheesed the fight and finally beat him. No shame or regret. I'm nowhere near beating the game, but I don't really want to play anymore. Has there ever been a moment or boss in a game where you stopped playing afterwards and had no desire to play? I'm sure a few days in a few days I'll go back and play, but I just don't want to right now. I just don't know right now.
0: Fuck um, the twin princes in Dark Souls
3: 3. Oh, they are mm. tricky. They are tricky. I oh wait, them. I remember that. I hate them.
0: That's right <laughs> at the that's end too. Where I <laughs>
3: yeah there are a couple of naughty boys yeah um yeah i think i think a lot of people have with dark souls franchise they have it with ornstein and smell um i am not know
1: uh oh genichiro in in uh, oh yeah so that great. was that was really tough i remember messaging you on slack because you were in uh you were in the uk at the time tomorrow and i was like mm. how the fuck do I do this because I cannot do this and you're just like relax come back to it later I'm just going crazy
2: I'm going to say something that's going to infuriate you infuriate you I finished that fight you're talking about the first fight with Genichiro? yeah Mm -hmm. I did that fight on one try oh wow. wow and people who were I was streaming it people who were watching it were just like no fucking way yeah. And another friend who has been stuck on it for like a solid week was like, I can't wait to see you struggle on this fight like I did. And I was just like, I guess that's, I got lucky. I don't know. I it was just,
3: It's a real that, gamer. You know, that happened to
2: me.
1: I was watching him play and I was like, You're gonna be stuck on him forever and he beat him third try. And I
3: was like, Well I Andy Andy Cortez of Kinda Funny was was is playing Dark Souls on stream and he went into the Ornstein and Smile fight and chat was like, Here we go, lads. He just like absolutely stomped them like it was on it was cruel how bad how quickly he beat them i was like wow he's uh (laughs) he was like oh i was like oh okay fair enough (laughs) yeah Um, I,
1: i guess my example though would be uh just to keep this quick mine's probably just every assassin's creed game that i've played not really necessarily due to bosses i just got to a point where i wanted to play more but i was like i don't want to play more that bad and then i just stopped and i've always thought about continuing many of them but i just never do
2: was it the traversal that got you just like having to get so I, from point A to B. and
1: I, I it's it's like it's always something different in all of them i feel like two i just didn't like the gameplay so i stopped with valhalla it was that the story didn't really interest me much and it never ends it, and with black flag it was the traversal that i was just got tired of it's just yeah there's always something that i that i pick on with those games
2: yeah my example is going to be a little bit weird uh it's gonna be mass effect 3 and it wasn't because i got stuck on something mechanically speaking um i couldn't decide between two love interests so i just put the game down and just oh, stopped playing. Wow, no
1: who was That's- it i've heard it was of heard people who have done this too
2: <laughs> yes it was liara and miranda yeah. um and I hadn't played the first one, so like everything I knew about Liara really came down to like what I was told about in the second one, and then in the third one, I was like, "Yo, she's yeah. so cool!" So I just didn't know like which. It's something so trivial, like it doesn't. And the yeah. end, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. But like mm-hmm. playing through the game and experiencing it, and kind of falling in love with these characters, not just like romantically, but like just the characteristics of them,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I just couldn't do it. I was just like, I need to stop i just have to i don't know what to do i don't know how yeah. it's going to change the story it's a
3: difficult decision to make yeah. as well because like liara's amazing um and miranda's got a hell of a booty so
2: indeed Scar she choices, do you know thicker Scar than a sniggy you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you won't be like- seeing
3: that in legendary edition <laughs> have that. they better not nerf them <laughs> <laughs> They should release. Sorry, I was just gonna say, like, if I was BioWare, I would release patch notes for Legendary Edition, and it should only have one one entry, and it just like nerfed Miranda's booty.
2: All yeah. <laughs> oh, the tables flip. <laughs> uh
1: Michael never finished. Michael in the GameSpot office never finished Mass Effect because he was just too stressed about the idea of being done with all those characters. And oh yeah, oh,
3: wow. yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it ah, difficult.
1: All right. Well. uh Thank you all for listening to episode eighty of Gamespot After Dark, and thank you guys for joining us. Lucy, where can people find you, and what are you up to this week?
0: I'm on Twitter at Lucy James Games, and I'll be playing Metal Gear Solid for the first oh, yeah. time.
3: Yes, oh, you'd love to see that tomorrow. What about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at TomorrowH. Um, I'm just occasionally dropping nonsense in there. I, if you want to watch me stream Twitch.tv forward slash TomorrowH. Um, uh, otherwise, I'm on you know Gamespot things, doing stuff. I will be playing Hollow Knight. And Will, how about you? Where where can people find you both on Twitter, Twitch,
1: uh, YouTube, whatever you want to plug?
2: Everything is Black Oni except for uh, TikTok, which I guess someone took Black Oni and <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I know. It's the worst. I'm going to be playing some Warframe, uh, most likely today. But uh, uh, we're going to be getting into a whole bunch of stuff. There's some... Uh, NDA stuff I can't even say anything about <laughs> We're going to play some really cool things Very shortly <laughs> Cool
1: uh, And then you can find me at Jacob Deck And that's it for this week We'll see you next week
3: Bye, Bye.